Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to share topics and guests that will empower you to grow as a confident leader, then take your business or your life to the next level. Today, my guest is Lucy Liu. And let me tell you about Lucy. Lucy is a global business strategist and certified life coach, helping business owners and high-performing women unstuck, kiss overwhelm goodbye, Cultivate rock star confidence, see clarity, reach dream goals, and live an epic life. She is an unshakable optimist, wife, mother, easygoing entrepreneur, certified I am remarkable woman, empowerment. Oh, she has a certified empowerment women's workshop facilitation. Let me just do that again. She is a certified I Am Remarkable Woman Empowerment Workshop Facilitator. Yay! (laughs) And an international motivational speaker. She is the author of two international best-selling books, The Rising Sisterhood and Asian Women Who Boss Up. She also inspires us as the host of her weekly podcast, the Lucy Liu Show, which is fueling station for your mind, your business, and your life. She has been featured in Medium, Voyage LA, Elephant Journal, Thrive Global, Fox, CBS, NBC, and dozens of other media outlets. Today, our theme is Confidently Live Your Epic Life. Please join me in welcoming Lucy Liu. Hi, Vicki. Thank you so much for having me. And to the beautiful audience, if you're listening or watching, thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. It's a pretty impressive background you have there, Lucy. My goodness. You know know what? Everyone's amazing. You are remarkable, Vicki. And if you're tuning in, you are remarkable too. Awesome. That's a good thing to remember. Write it down, stick it on your monitor so you remember and remind yourself of that every single day. I always start out with some easy questions. So the first question is, what part of the country are do you call home? Oh, I am home-based in Los Angeles, so I definitely a California girl, but I'm currently <laughs> in Asia, so yeah. Oh, my goodness. We are, are keeping you up. <laughs> Uh, No, it's actually, it's it's morning. morning. It's morning for you. Yes. Yes. Well, that's perfect. So good way to start your day. 
So how did you gain this confidence that you have? You know, now that I'm older, I get to say, <laughs> well, I became confident because I wasn't confident. Yeah. Right. Just like how every motivational speaker I meet once upon a time, they were afraid to speak. Yeah. So confidence is a muscle. It's a muscle that we can build by practicing. Mm -hmm. It takes time to build this muscle, just like we do with our physical muscles when we go to the gym to build muscles. But confidence is a mental muscle mm. that we build throughout our life. And if we want to build this muscle, it's possible to build it. It's not something you're born with. It's something you can actually practice and gain. And for me, obviously, we talked about I'm from L.A. So being so close to Hollywood when I was younger, actually, I signed up with a casting agency to do commercials and acting and I took acting lessons and guess what? I didn't get a single part. <laughs> Every time I went to audition, the casting director would run out of their office, be like so excited. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Lucy Liu is on my list. Right. And then they see me and they go, Oh, not the Lucy Liu. <laughs> right. So that's kind of the, the confidence shattering that I grew up with. And I eventually, uh, I stopped going because I, I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur, but I think it was that, you know, things like that experiences that put us down. If you're able to get up, that's, that's the exercise. That's your yeah. workout of the day to gain your confidence because every time you get back up, every time you keep promises yourself, you know, these are all exercises that's going to lead you to build those really great confidence muscles. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, when my younger days, I did some modeling and went to modeling school. And that was the most, uh, I guess, the, the best thing for building confidence by breaking <laughs> down you everything, you know, it was like, oh, your nose is this, your face is that. It's like, okay, well, let me just go in that corner over there. And uh, it's, it's where you, if you're strong enough, I think you start to discover that you're good enough. Beautifully yeah. said. And no wonder you're so beautiful, Vicki. <laughs> Thank you. So what is, was the biggest obstacle in your life? Well, you know, to, to elaborate on what I just, the story that I just told, I would say that was actually my biggest hindrance in life, having the same name as a celebrity. Yeah. So I grew up with this feeling of one, I was always behind mm -hmm. because obviously when I had my name, I didn't know about her. Right. So one day I saw, I think I was in middle school when I saw her in a movie, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm behind, <laughs> right? She's already on TV. So I always felt behind and I, I was always in chasing mode. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was way behind in success. So actually in high school, I dropped myself out of high school with straight A's. I had straight A's, perfect GPA, but I felt like I was behind still. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. So I took in California, we have something called the proficiency high school proficiency test. It's a test that you can take and they give you this little tiny piece of paper and you're able to, well, they count that as a dropout for your high school, but Mm -hmm. with that certificate, you're able to go to your community college. So that's what I did. I did that two years ahead of my peers. So Mm -hmm. once I, I hustled really hard, I got myself into UCLA. Um, I was two years ahead, but yet I felt behind. So it's all these limiting beliefs that we have. It's our thoughts that's giving us these feelings that's triggering these feelings and these feelings will lead us to doing certain actions right and then these actions are actually not sometimes not resulting in our desirable results and and coming back to my name yeah I had the same name as a celebrity and I love her so I can't even hate her I love her so (laughs) much she's so talented but at the same time I felt like I was nobody I felt like I mean, you know, if you're listening in, it could be a different story, right? We all have trouble with our name. Oh, it's too hard to pronounce. It's too hard to spell. It's too long. It's too short. It's too common. It could be anything that's going on in your head about what's not good enough in your life. You know, if you ever felt like you're behind, you felt like you're not as good as someone else, or, you know, you were disappointing someone else. Like for me, I was disappointing those casting directors. Yeah. So we've all been there, but what do we do with that? So eventually, I mean, it took me decades of personal development to get to where I am now, obviously, but it's really important to know that anything that's hindering you right now can and will become your asset if you let it be, if you choose to Mm -hmm. be that way. So Mm -hmm. now I embrace my name. At one point, uh, again, being in LA, I felt shame. Like when I make restaurant reservations, like really nice, fancy restaurants, I was afraid to say I'm Lucy Lou because they always asked, are you the Lucy Lou? Like, are you coming yeah. into our restaurant? So it was hard for me. But now I, I love my name. I it's who I am. Right. And I even kept it after I got married, because it's a reminder for me that that's the confident mm. version of me. That's, that's who I am is the person who's confident. And I like that to be my reminder. Wow. So it does seem that you were able to shatter your limiting beliefs. What else could people do to help, you know, help them grow and to to be able to shatter those beliefs that, you know, they just sit on your shoulder all the time talking. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that everything starts with awareness. Mm. Awareness is key. So I want you to bring a heightened level of awareness to the things that you want to shatter in your life. I'm constantly mm. reviewing my life, like checking what what limiting belief do I shatter next? Next, because it's so fun. Yeah. For example, um, when I first became a life coach, I'm like, okay, so if I talk the talk, I'm helping my clients overcome their limiting beliefs. I need to do it myself. So I need to walk the walk. What do I do now? And I was thinking, okay, so. 
my biggest fear in life was to swim. Because when I was five years old, I saw someone drown in front of me. So I couldn't swim for 30 years. Wow. And one day when I was with my girl, we were swimming at the swimming pool and she, she just kept on convincing me to do it. Put your head down, mom, you know, like just, (laughs) and I made a decision. I did it on the spot. So I think we overthink things like our fear is so humongous. It's this monster, right? And, but actually, if you make that true decision, that determined decision, Mm -hmm. mindset shift is a moment to moment decision. It can happen so fast. You're like, oh my goodness, I held (laughs) on to this belief for 30 years. And you can, you, you have to believe that you have the ability to change things. Mm -hmm. And I think that awareness and belief and decision makes a world of difference. Mm -hmm. So then, okay, I got that over with and I'm like, huh? Okay. What's next? Right. What's next? (laughs) Okay. My name. All right. My name. So what do I do? I start telling my story about my name being on podcasts, like what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun. Like, this is awesome. What (laughs) else? Right? What else? Oh, uh, I always had this limiting belief that my English isn't good enough. So Oh, you're shaking your head, Vicky. That's great because it is great. <laughs> because this is how other people what what we perceive of ourselves is so different than what other people yes, think. Right. And very it's true. it could be different for everyone what what your limiting beliefs are, but it's interesting how how we all have these beliefs that we hold on dearly to be true. Like, even though I had straight A's in in English class, because I'm not born in America, I immigrated when I was very young, just because of the fact that I wasn't born in America. And sometimes my grandma's wrong and there's words that I forget. I always hold on to this belief that my English isn't good enough. (laughs) And that stuck around for a long time too. Have you heard some of us people that were born here? (laughs) Right. Me included. (laughs) And I just, I'm like, okay, I got, I got to shatter that one too. And that's why that's one of the reasons I started my podcast and just calling it the Lucy Lou show. And obviously I love providing value to my audience. And even if I just help one listener, I've done my job contributing to this better world. right? Right. But Definitely, it shattered my own limiting beliefs as well. So you're a mom, you're a writer, a podcaster. How do you tackle your to-do list every day? So I am a big fan of not having to-do lists. Yay! Yay. Okay. (laughs) I I have worked with clients who absolutely cannot live without their to-do list. (laughs) Right. So for me, it's scheduling on your calendar and like or trying to do whatever it takes to not have a to do list because I hate them. But if you must have one, rename it. Name it like some people call it Tada list because when you <laughs> check one off, you go Tada. And then some people and they call it the done list. Like 
you're supposed to celebrate. This is a cel- this is a list that you should celebrate about. Mm-hmm. Like when you check this item on your list, it should be like, God, yeah, ta-da, yeah. You know, that's the feeling that you should be going into looking at your mm-hmm. list instead of like, uh, okay, one more item. No, it's the wrong energy. And then you're going to hate your list. You're going to hate what what's on the list. You're going to hate your life. So you don't want that. We want, we want positive energy going into positive intentions going into each and every mm-hmm. day of your life. I like to think of it as our win list. If you yes. And, and that makes one. you understand that even the smallest win, even the smallest thing that you do, accomplishment, you know, you got out of bed, that's a win. Yes, that's a good name. Whatever, you know, resonates with you, mm-hmm. do that, but don't have a to-do list. <laughs> so that deals really, or kind of rolls really well into the next question is, so how do we deal with everyday stress? And again, going back to, People that like, especially during COVID, I think women felt that even more so, you know, mom, employee, teacher, cook, cleaner, all those things. Oh, absolutely. I think when COVID started, I was like, oh my goodness, this unshakable optimist is shaken. (laughs) Right. I've always considered myself an unshakable optimist and COVID just got me, but I had to find ways to change things up. For example, I've been reading business and personal development books for a decade. And when COVID hit, I'm like, this is not working. Like I, I can't read any of this anymore. So I went back to my hobby of reading fiction, crime Mm. fiction. So that really changed things up. Like it, it, it helped with my stress and anxiety because it was different. It And you have to find your modality. There right. are so many modalities. And I always say that every guru is right, right? Mm-hmm. If you, meditation works, but if it doesn't work for you, there are so many other modalities. Yes. Um, for example, usually I don't really get stressed because I have certain routines and and um, boundaries and rules, everything in place so that I can prevent stress yeah. because it's so much easier to prevent stress rather than, you know, dealing with stress. So before COVID, I pretty much don't have any stress, but then Oh, okay. COVID hit. Now mm-hmm. there's some stress going on. What do you do? You got to find mo- new modalities. And for me, that was um, guided meditations and yes. also breath works. Mm-hmm. So Very I true. haven't done I haven't done breath works prior to COVID, but it was very powerful modality to breathe. Different than how we usually breathe. Mm-hmm. So that brings another heightened level of consciousness and relaxation. So I think you have to try, really try different modalities and know what's right for you because every mm-hmm. method works, maybe just not for you. So just try different things out and try new things. Yeah. Because new experiences bring us, brings us joy. Yeah, that's true. And once you find what works for you, you'll do it. If you are doing just what somebody else told you they do, but it's not for you, then you're not going to do it. And it's not going to have the results no matter how good it is. Exactly. Exactly. 
So why are you so passionate about helping women? Oh my gosh, I'm passionate about helping everybody, obviously. And I have nothing against men. Um, It's just that a Google study shows that Mm -hmm. women are about 60% ready. They apply for a job, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas a woman do not apply for a job unless we feel we 100% are suitable and compatible. And I think in the business world, women don't feel ready or to go next level until they feel they're like 200% ready. And that's why I choose to work primarily with women because we are so amazing, Mm -hmm. right? We have the power to do so much, but sometimes it's just our mindset that's holding you back. So that's why I love doing what I do. And, And I find that, especially if you're in that environment where you have Um, a mixed gender of teams or whatnot, you need to have that safe place where you can go and kind of have somebody give a different perspective to you than you might be hearing all day long. And that reinvigorates you, that re-energizes you and I guess provides you the belief that suddenly was slipping away because somebody was doubting you. And so I I think, you know, that's where what you and I do is so important to have that breath of fresh air, to breathe in new life, to help you be able to believe in yourself again, right? Absolutely. Perspective is so important. And I think every coach has a coach. And I think every human being should work with a coach, Um, work with Vicky, work with me, work with someone you resonate with yeah. who um who in the presence of their voice that you feel energized and motivated yeah. to go next level because you're going to be hearing your your coach's voice in your head even right. though when you're not with them right and that's so true I, I can think of early on the mentors that I had and they were all men because when I was coming up that's really the only people that were really making a difference were mostly men in my life, you know, perhaps um, further in other areas, maybe that wasn't true, but that's what I had. And to this day, I can hear Frank's voice or Bart's (laughs) voice or, you know, and it helps you to, again, to reestablish that your remarkableness, as you put it. Yes, yes. So the last question before rapid fire is, why do you think people fail at actually reaching their goals? They had the best intentions, you know, where our year slipping away, that January is coming along where we make those, those resolutions. But why, why do we fail? I personally think it's because you're not making it fun enough. Yeah. I believe I'm a big believer that goal setting is for fun, not to kill yourself. Because if you don't reach your goals, you're like, oh, okay. And then it becomes a habit. It becomes Mm -hmm. a bad habit that you set New Year's resolutions and just they just don't come along to realization. 
Whereas if you're just thinking, I'm having fun, what do you have fun with? For example, okay, Vicky and I both have a podcast. We're having fun Mm. talking to our guests and interviewing amazing souls. And this is fun for us. So guess Mm. what? We're going to be able to put up that episode every week and we're going to be able to continue our podcast without any problem because we're having fun. But so many times people are killing themselves with just, you know, hitting their target that they're not having fun along the way. That's when you need to rethink, are Mm -hmm. you doing what you're doing on purpose or how can you make this more fun? Yeah, very true. Are you doing it for you or what you think other people expect of you? You know, when you start doing it for you, it's just so much better. Yep. So is that self-reflection? I think it's really important. That's why journaling, um, journaling your gratitude, journaling your wins and journaling your life purpose, your what you want to manifest, how you want to live your life. And, and coming back to the topic of this episode is to live your epic life, right? What would that entail? And it's not someone else's success. It's it's your success. What does success mean to you? What does living an epic life mean for you? And that's going to be different from everyone else. So you have to know what you want, make a decision and go for it and yeah. have fun along the way. It's okay. That's great. You see the mountain talk. There's a peak. That's where you're going. But what's important is you're enjoying every turn, wrong mm. turns too because right. you're still having fun, <laughs> right? And that's going to get you back and get you on the right track, right, right trail, instead of just giving up and, you know, and just shake your head and call it a day. I, When I was much younger, one of my co, um, co-workers, Linda Ellis, wrote the poem, The Dash, and you might be familiar with it, but basically is what did you do between those two points, the birth and your death and reflects on the dash. And it's been really an inspiration for me for all my life, because when I go, I I want to have not, um, you know, and not been the person that's amassed a amount of wealth, but I was never there for my kids or my grandkids. I was too busy working to take advantage of life. I want to be that person that helps others so that their life is easier than maybe mine was. And so I think that's kind of what this whole episode is to, to be able to live your epic life, whatever that would be. But what do you want to leave as your legend? Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm a big believer that don't be shy to talk about death. Yeah. And I even do visualizations with my clients on your deathbed because Mm -hmm. that's what you want to feel like, you know, it's at the end of your life, you're on your deathbed. And what would you have regretted not doing? Yeah. Do them now. Right. If you're you're going to be gone, what is your Wikipedia going to say about you? Like, Mm -hmm. who were you? Right. Right. Well, this is awesome. We 
we could talk for a long time. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. definitely want to have you back to, to talk about your books to the rising sisterhood, especially, I think sounds like a great book to uh, read and to get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to go to rapid fire right now. And um, so these are just some phrases and whatever comes to mind. And a lot of this is things that I took from um, other parts of your bio. But what are your daily routines that, you know, this is what I'm going to do when I get up. And granted, there are times when we have to pivot. But still, what's your daily routine most I days? I love this question so, so much because I preach it. These are your non-negotiables. Non-negotiables are so important. Like if you did your non-negotiables, you have a successful life. Like, And for me, I start my day by making my bed. And I consider myself successful when I make my bed. Yeah. So guess what? I'm feeling on top of the world at around seven or uh, seven o'clock in the morning. And that's how I, that's the energy I want to bring into the whole day nice. because everything else is icing on the cake. Yeah. So simple, but, but there's a lot of people that. <laughs> it's very powerful because when we're it younger, is. your mom's telling you to make your bed. I'm like, you don't want to, because mm -hmm. we have so many reasons, but. It really, really helps, especially if you're having a bad day, you want to come home to a beautiful bed and yes. that's going to help you de-stress mm -hmm. and yeah. calm down, right? There's so many benefits and just that one action that takes less than a minute, it's going to change your life. Like for me, besides making my bed in the morning, it's making sure I clean up all the dishes at night. Because I hate if I wake up in the morning, whatever time, and I come down to a kitchen that's full of dirty dishes. Oh, absolutely. And also another one of my non-negotiable is to um, meditate and also get outside. Yeah. Get some fresh air. So how do you stay motivated? We talked about oh. during COVID, but right now, you know, in this time that we're living in. Oh, I love this. I love this question too. I love all your questions. These are so fun. I actually have a whole, whole episode on this. I don't oh, remember cool. what episode, but in my podcast, the Lucy Lou is to how you stay motivated because I get yes. so many people asking this question, like Lucy, you're so motivated. How do you stay motivated? Where for one, we all eat three meals a day right? That's to fuel our physical yeah. body. But what are you doing to fuel your <laughs> mind? Yes. And for me, uh, another non-negotiable is I listen to motivational speeches every single day. So that's like my food for my mm -hmm. brain. Yeah. So our brain needs food, right? And also um, the whole episode I was talking about on how to stay motivated is to have your rewards. Mm. But What's important is you need to know what reward to set for yourself because we have different motivators. Yeah, that's true. Right. So a 20 year old Lucy would like some <laughs> nice materialistic things as a reward of her accomplishments. Right. Mm -hmm. But 40 year old Lucy, if you buy her a nice Gucci purse, she doesn't care. So <laughs> 
you have to know what motivates you at this moment yeah. and set that as the reward yeah. so that you are actually motivated towards the the thing that you truly want right now. Very good. So we, as you said, we listen to motivational people all the time. What is your favorite quote this, probably this week? <laughs> oh, yeah. I asked for motiv motivation, uh, favorite quotes on my podcast too. Mm -hmm. And everyone hates them because we have so, so <laughs> many, so many quotes. And when I get asked, like, I'm like, oh, it comes back to me. But I don't know who this is by, but my favorite quote is yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift which is why we call it the present. Yeah. I, love that I think too. this quote goes along with so many areas mm -hmm. of life. Like um, just focus on today. Yeah. Uh, the sun is shining in our face and not on our tomb. Right. So yeah. smile and forget about yesterday, all that mm -hmm. past you've learned your lesson and it's going to help you. It's your asset now. And don't worry about the future because it's, <laughs> it's not here yet. But when you, when you're, if you're living a joyful day today and you're living a beautiful moment to moment, then guess what? You're going to have a beautiful life. Yeah. Especially if you just appreciate the small things. Yes. Yes. All I need to do is, is see or hear my grandsons. The day is suddenly great. Aww. What would be an ideal client for you? Oh, I love this. I want to work with epic entrepreneurs who, or, you know, high achievers who have already done what it takes to get them to success. But I think as a business owner, you're always looking for the next business mm -hmm. strategy and next, you know, the newest shiny object, but you forget that it's your life. Mm -hmm. When you transform your personal life, when you live the epic life you deserve, that's when you transform the life of your business. And, and really, it also goes back to that confidence, because as you get comfortable you have to push yourself to do things that you're not comfortable with, you're not confident with, but that makes it exciting, I think, too. Yes, and I think one big, big misconception is that people think, oh, I haven't made it, so I have imposter syndrome because I'm mm -hmm. not big enough, but it's so not true. The better you get at what you do, the bigger things you're doing because more things are at stake, your mm -hmm. imposter syndrome actually gets bigger, too. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's not that you're not there yet. It's always going to be there. So uh, it's what tools do you have in your toolbox? Mm -hmm. Who do you have as resource to get you through those difficult moments that you're, uh, you're absolutely going to have, right? Because that's just life. Life throws us curveballs. But what are you going to do with those balls? And it goes back to your quote too. Exactly. Appreciate the present. Do your best. Be your but definitely best. Definitely have guidance along the way because yeah. that's going to expedite the process. Oh, for sure. For sure. 
especially anyone that's out there that's just starting and don't have a clue as to what they're going to do, but they hesitate getting a coach. You know, I, I, I have three, I don't know how many you have, but, <laughs> but it's just, you know, it helps to have people who understand what you're doing. But to I be think able to the guide you. first step is actually the most difficult. Mm-hmm. I have, I had a past client who told me she looked at my calendar for like a, a month before she booked a time. So I think it's all, it's always the first step that's yeah. the hardest. And actually the rest is pretty easy, right? We don't mm-hmm. bite. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So it's really that first step when what what's going on in your mind? What mm. what limiting beliefs are you telling yourself again? Um, right. There's they're all they're all self-imposed, our own glass ceilings. It's so amazing. The final rapid fire goes back to what I asked earlier. What would you like to be remembered for? I definitely want to be remembered as an author and a speaker. So that's what I'm working more towards. I'm writing my solo book. Those two books prior were collaborative books. And I think that really brought out my intention that I'm I want to be an author. I want to be able to leave a legacy to whoever mm. reads my books to have those mindset shifts, to make those decisions. And that's the legacy I want to leave for many years to come. Awesome. Well, this is the warning to everyone that is just listening in that I'm going to be sharing my screen to give contact information for Lucy. So please Get your paper and pencil out so that you can write down what I give you for her website. You can go to lucyloucoaching.com. That's L-U-C-Y-L-I-U-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. Again, that's lucyloucoaching.com. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Pinterest. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She's on Twitter. She's on TikTok. She's everywhere, people. She's everywhere. Just search by her name, Ms. Lucy Lou, and you will find her. You've got to. She has one of the best Instagram pages I've seen in a long time. So definitely check her out. And I'm going to let Lucy talk to you about what she has on her website to help you. Yay. So you can actually book a free consultation directly on my website. That's the easiest place I I love talking to amazing souls. So, you know, if we don't work together, we can get to know each other and support each other. And I'll point you to resources so that you can take your life and business to the next level and live the epic life that you deserve. And like you said, I'm most active right now on Instagram. So say hi. If you've (laughs) heard about me on this podcast, let me know. I am yeah, we can talk. Yeah. And you do have some great, great downloadable resources too on your website. So yes, just just come check me out and definitely tune in to the Lucy Lou show. It's a weekly podcast, fairly short um, solo episodes are five minutes, motivational, inspirational type of solos. And then I interview amazing women on my show too, so that we feel your mind. 
Well, that was so great. It's been wonderful having you today. And as I said, we could talk for many hours um, and share stories, but you, you gave us some great insights, great tips and tools that we can use as we try to move forward in our journey to be the best entrepreneur that we can. You can learn again more about Lucy by going to her website. That's lucylucoaching.com, lucylucoaching.com. Be sure to reach out to her, ask her any questions that you have. And um, as she said, you know, just connect. It's really starting with a relationship. You just got to be able to find somebody that understands what you're going through and they can help you. So before I sign off, I just want to thank Lucy again for being such a lovely guest and to uh, remind everyone that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.